0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick.
1: Good morning, Kate. Good morning, everyone. Good morning.
0: Today, we are continuing our astrology calendar birthday series, and Mm -hmm. we are going to be focusing on those born on the 6th, 18th, and 30th of any month.
1: Yeah, last month we spoke about the 5th, the 17th, and the 29th. Again, I hope, you know, you could, everyone could learn something about those people. I found it fascinating. uh, And I've used it just this past month already and just, you know, talking with in a a consultation, just recognizing that is a significant point.
0: Yeah. So before we dive into those dates, we are going just to talk a little bit of headlines um, in the news, just because we've been, Kind of taught, we've we have mentioned that the solar arc Mars is conjuncting the moon of the US, the people, the moon, right? And the exact date is November 30th. So this is quickly approaching. Um, That's not to say mark that date down and be fearful of it. We've been under this influence already for almost a year, but it is coming to the peak. Um, And in addition to it, we have this cocktail going on where Pluto is back to the degree of the Pluto retrograde. I'm sorry, the Pluto return for the U S right. And Mars transiting Mars, which is the, like the igniter
1: is, (laughs) is
0: about to square Pluto as well. And -hmm. that happens already just tomorrow as you're listening to this. So, you know, I feel like we're going into like a very, concentrated, like heavy energy of maybe some crazy headlines or you know maybe just more action where people, things that have been just spoken about or, oh, could this happen? Maybe we start seeing the action play out from it.
1: Well, explosive action. That's two words you could put together. Explosive action, Mars hitting the moon. You know, uh, three, four five months ago, we made a note because of this energy that there were all of a sudden seemed to be a lot of train derailments, right? Yeah. Uh, again, it, we tied it to Mars on the moon uh, just because of how it's placed in the US chart that made sense to us. And we said, God, everything's jumping tracks, derailing. So we've had a lot of those storylines already in the headlines. And of course, what's happening in Washington, DC, this was again a huge derailment that the people so to speak decapitated the second individual mccarthy who's in line to be president right we have kamala harris which would be the the first runner-up if something happened to biden and the speaker of the house would be the second so this was significant first time in history it's happened yeah so it was that's mars moon you know shocking kind of decapitating going off the rails and
0: mars uh, moon simply is just drama and it's not just not to just boil it down to that but something where it's like wait what happened you know like when right. you hear the headlines it's almost like you're in the break room around the cooler like what like how tell me more like how did that happen
1: mm-hmm. people feel picked on uh, mars moon is a big bullying energy and again if, if you're following the headlines lines, you know, you can see there's been some bullying going on about who's going to be in control. People who feel like they need to be heard or seen. This is probably behind all the strikes, correct? That have been breaking out across the country um, as well, that people need to say, hey, you're not appreciating me. You're forgetting me. I deserve something. So my, my point here is it's, we can, we, I could no longer, I could not, begin to predict what's going to happen, right, mm-hmm. to the, the country. But I do know, and you know, that as we approach November 30th, this is getting more intense. Right, This disruption of the routine, the moon for anyone, but for a country, it's the idea that we feel safe, that things are predictable, that things happen. Every Monday, certain things happen. Every once a month, certain things happen. There's a repetition, and that's being... Really shaken up right now. So it makes people insecure. And then we do all sorts of odd things to make it, to try to make, find security right in other ways. Which
0: some people might argue that they have already been feeling pretty insecure with the country for the last year, you know, maybe even more than that, um, with just what's been happening with the economy and Mm -hmm. pricing and jobs and different things. So Um, It's not to discredit that because the country has been under a transformative energy already with the Pluto return.
1: Yeah, when you layered it out, this going on, Pluto return going on, Mars coming in to kind of be the fuse or the firecracker, so to speak, that creates something. So yeah, we're talking about some probably very strong headlines going through, certainly through the mid part of October. And then, well, it's going to go through November 30th, actually, so... We got about
0: six weeks here. Yeah. So um, just in case you haven't heard our previous series on calendar astrology, calendar astrology is a great way to learn astrology because it's easy. It gives you immediate insight just by knowing the date of birth. So again, if this is your first episode, maybe go back to some of the other episodes we've already I think gotten at least four or five episodes done already. So this is the sixth. This so the yeah, sixth. we've been yep.
1: going at it for the last six months. One, one, We do one one episode a month in yep. this topic.
0: Yeah, so you can go back and maybe look for your birth date. But for those born on the 6th, 18th or 30th, today we are talking about you and you
1: have strong qualities of Virgo in you. You know, and, you, and the average person would not get that. I don't think a lot of astrologers would get that that if you're born on the 18th or the 30th they might get the sixth they might make sense but there there's a repeating theme here so you know I'm I'm in that category I'm a 30th birthday uh I'm a Scorpio very proud Scorpio but here I when I realize what how much Virgo energy I actually have in me it's kind of amazing
0: yeah my brother as well he's a Libra born on the 30th but there's a layer of Virgo quality um, in
1: him just because of being born on the 30th. Right, right. So if you know your chart, if you here here's a step up, if you actually know your chart, then you can actually start looking at those planetary placements and go, oh, do you have planets sitting at six degrees, 18 degrees, 30 degrees? Now that's a whole nother level yet. But again, that would make it even stronger if you were had your birthday on the 6th, 18th, or 30th, and then you found those same numbers showing up in your chart, it would really start ramping things up in, for Virgo qualities.
0: Absolutely. But even if you were born on a different date, but you're looking at your chart and saying, oh my gosh, I have three planets sitting at 18 degrees. Right. That is all, and again, it gets a little bit more complicated and some people are like, I don't even know what I'm looking at when I look at right. that wheel. Yes. Right. I understand that, but if... Um, you have a little bit more of a trained eye with looking at your chart. If you had the repeating degrees of just 16, I'm sorry, six and 18, 30 Mm -hmm. is not going to be a degree in the chart. So six and 18, these are also going to apply to
1: you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, if you don't have your chart, you know, please, you know, Uh, Kate offers a great service there, uh, giving out uh, uh, for a small fee. I I can't remember the fee now. It's $10. $10. You can get your chart. You can get a key to it so that you can follow along specifically with our podcast. And while you're at it, you certainly may even consider doing it for a friend, a family member, someone who, you know, get them interested in astrology. I mean, the podcasts are very accessible to anybody. You can pick and choose what aspect of astrology you want to listen to, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So as we dive in, we need to dive into Virgo qualities because some yeah. people listening might be thinking, I'm not a perfectionist, right? Oh, <laughs> because a lot oh. of times that's one of the kind of tag lines that, that gets attached to Virgo
1: yes you're absolutely right and we're not we're not neat nicks necessarily no is we do have virgos that are very neat and orderly but there's also virgos that have a system of their own you walk in and the room might look a little messy to you but they have their system they know where everything's at so that's what they're systematic that's the, the one of the virgo qualities yeah and so i think when it comes to their work i think
0: providing some sort of key service mm-hmm. where they really feel useful or they have a very specific method. Uh, orderly, we we'll, we'll throw an orderly there. I think that's really important to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there is a grid, so to speak. This is the protocol. This is how I. This is how I do it. That may not be the stamp of approval that everyone else would give them, but this is their method. Yeah, I think Virgos also. They really do crave compliments because they do a lot of detail work. Oftentimes, that can be just assumed right? Uh, uh, overlooked. Like, right overlooked, you know? Uh, and so the idea they do need appreciation because they do do a lot of the sometimes behind the scenes, the preparation for things in order for them to go smoothly with go without a hitch, so to speak. I do yeah. think they also like to be seen as the expert. They're good. You're good at this.
0: Yeah. When I was in my corporate job, I had an assistant that was born on the 30th. I'm pretty sure she listened. So, um, shout out to her, but she could come behind me and then just like make it look perfect. She could organize the files and make them look beautiful. Like she just had that knack for detail, we could say, but, um, you know, I think it was just like that idea, of like working behind the scenes to just beautify everything. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. It was one of her
0: strong points and it was hard to like, um, maybe vote, like put that into words as to like what she was doing, Right. Or what it meant to me, I guess. You're right. But just everything that we're talking about, like, I can so see it in just how she helped create that order Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. within that position.
1: Well, you know, there is a little bit of a teacher in Virgos, uh, not necessarily the classroom teacher, but that idea that they want to role model, look how I do it, or they want to demonstrate it. They want to uh, pick up a tool and this is how we use it. And in, they, they they wouldn't mind helping somebody else learn because they do like that idea of there's a method to the madness here. Well, how do you approach this? How do you pick that tool up? How do you apply it? So that teaching, training, very good coaching by the way as well. Yeah. Um, because Virgo,
0: if we go back to that idea of service, Mm-hmm. You know they could be great in any sort of medical field, oh, yeah. um, anything that has to do with fitness, mm-hmm. supplements, uh, skin care, just that
1: idea of how to improve the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they usually have a a particularly strong vocabulary. Now it could be a vocabulary that's very much geared to a particular industry. They have a lot of slang or a lot of, you know, uh, uh, you know, short, you know, abbreviations of things that they use because they're usually word or word play is very important with someone who's got a Virgo influence in them. So a great vocabulary or maybe just some oddities about how they speak um I sometimes say they're the dictionary police (laughs) you would go is that a word so to speak are they using it the right way they might use it in a very unique way Mm -hmm. uh in a very formal way I say they're kind of guardians of knowledge uh so they may uh fact check something is that true is it not yeah but words and it sounds silly because words are important to everyone but someone with a strong Virgo words are very important writers would be a typical example or speakers
0: yeah um, they could also be have very strong opinions mm-hmm. um, but also i might suggest like being offended by other people's opinions yeah. where they could be very intellectually sensitive about things like that's just not how it is
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh absolutely uh they generally you've mentioned medical but they're very much into the diet food. They may have sensitivity. They may have things like how food is presented. They could be very particular about that. Um, So uh, a variety of ways that Virgo energy can show up. Uh, That last one that I wanted to speak about was the small animals. They they may have an awareness. They may particularly like the idea of, uh, you know, dogs, cats, you know, the obvious household pet, but they also may go out into the yard and like bunny rabbits and, you know, squirrels and things of that nature. So smaller animals, they generally have an interest, in maybe the humane humane caring for animals as well.
0: Yeah. I think the last one we'll talk about before we go into the actual dates um, could be something like along the lines of just being a little bit more sensitive to discrimination. So Mm. if they feel like someone shuns them or, you know, didn't give them the time of day, I think that they can maybe easily cut people off and just be like, okay, you're dead to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Do you relate to that? I mean, you're a 30th.
1: (laughs) Oh God. You know what? I don't want to be so honest. Uh (laughs) I would never say you're dead to me. No, I know. But th- I mean, that's, that's a- a, that was an extreme statement. But you're absolutely right. I mean, oh, my God, I'm being too honest here. But yeah, when I hear someone going off on something, I just my mind, I just shut them down. Yeah, you know, I can. I may be still there in the room present, but I'm nowhere. They're out of my fill. They're out of my filter. They're out yeah. of my vision. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. And I generally will make an exit of some sort, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go refill my glass. <laughs> or <laughs> Something, you know. That's that oh, that was painful. Painful moment for me, Kate. Okay. I admit that <laughs> but I actually do that, but yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I we have two two
0: thirtieths in our family, our immediate family. So it's like Yeah, I'm not
1: talking. Yeah, Tyler and I are off in the kitchen getting something. <laughs> well
0: and i think that's the interesting thing is like i can think of a handful of people born on the 30th and everyone's very different you know okay you're an astrologer tyler is a musician um so again it's not just to put everyone in one bucket saying you have to have all of these things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but even i was talking to mom prior to recording and she was like oh i'm having kind of a difficulty seeing the virgo in me oh yeah and i'm like are you kidding me? I'm like, you know, she's an astrologer obviously, but um very like organized. Like all of her interpretations and words, she's typed out. There I mean, thousands and thousands of folders and digital and paper of just organizing all of your words and your interpretations. And I think that's one of the things that sets you apart. Um that I've inherited now is that a lot of astrologers, you think of them as like maybe not as reliable or, you know, like, yes. are they organized with the stuff? And it's like, you have it all, like where someone could pretty much go into your system and, you know, try to start recreating what you've done because you you have so much of it documented.
1: Yes. And I'm so grateful to have you, Kate, life, <laughs> that you have any interest at all in astrology, that you can, you know, my, my concern, and now we're going way off topic here, but, you know, my concern was... Oh my gosh what happens when i die what happens when it's over so to speak and all these files and they're just going to be you know thrown into the trash so to speak you know and Mm -hmm. so i was so worried about where they were going to go and so now i'm feeling perfectly fine so i think i can stay here for long many (laughs) decades more here knowing that the information will be handed off right
0: but that's like that so if we summarize like everything we spoke about you know like that's the virgo that idea of like the service, the service that I've provided here, how will that continue on?
1: Right. Right.
0: Or some people might be like, I don't like whatever. Once I'm gone, I'm done. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Well, it's why oftentimes people who catalog uh, librarians fall into this category, keepers of knowledge. Mm -hmm. They feel dumb. They want to pass this on. So that's why many of them write books or things like that. So, Oh, and you know, that's a little bit, I don't want to say old-fashioned now, but, you know, a book in theory is forever. Yeah,
0: yeah. So okay. let's go into the exact dates. We'll give some celebrity examples and maybe just a few other words about um, these people born on each of these dates. So if you are born on the 6th, you are ruled by Mercury times two, basically. Your are is right. by Mercury, Mercury.
1: Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm. uh, And, uh, you know, our famous people, Kate McKinnon, a comedian, mm-hmm. wordplay, right? Yes. She knows how to deliver words succinctly and effectively. And uh, there's a Chiron influence that you, I, I agree with you. I would say I'd like a double mercury energy, but there's a Chiron aspect that goes with those born on the sixth and oftentimes, which means they're different. They stand out they don't fall into the general fold. Now we're not going to make a big thing about this. Kate herself has come out as a lesbian. I do believe, again, I hope I'm not, I'm pretty confident about that. Um, and so we have the idea of an outsider again, you know, as that being showing, uh, walking a different lifestyle. Um, so that's what happens here with, when you have that double mercury energy going on, uh, Kevin Hart, is another comedian interesting again wordplay he's an actor as well but you know what i mean i don't know i haven't read his bio so to speak totally but you know he's a a shorter man and it's very interesting that he has made himself very impactful right really impactful large personality so again um probably at some point as a kid he was concerned i'm only guessing i wouldn't i don't know that for a fact but anyhow on the outside, on the outside, and they have a different perspective. Well, I think it's very interesting
0: that that idea of the chiron again, it's feeling like I don't fit in amongst my peers. I'm different. So mm-hmm. there is a need for them to kind of stand out and own it. Yeah. Um, and so we have Kevin Hart, who he he's constantly picked on for his height, you know, mm-hmm. and I think he has owned it. I don't know how long he's owned it. I think that's kind of what you were getting at too. But we also have Shaquille O'Neal in this group of the sixth, which is the exact extreme where, you know, he's like a giant. And again, I'm I'm sure there's not many social circles that he is in that he just feels like I'm one of you.
1: Right. So he's well, kind of always operating um, outside that norm. Mm-hmm. Well, he found his people when he joined the NBA and sure. a tall man. but, sure. you know, he that was that's the circle to be in yeah. by the way he's a sports analyst now so you see you hear the virgo in that the analyst and the analytical abilities the sorting out the commenting on how someone tipped the ball in or how high they jumped or how they blocked somebody they're into that very detail and yeah. crazy enough he's got a doctorate yeah you know what here's a here's a side point i never knew this i've heard of doctorates and i've heard of phds i never knew the difference between them doctorates are for are they're applied to like being a doctor or a practical application of ideas hmm. there's a phd you have to have original thoughts you have to do research and write a big thing and your original you have to come up with something new on the topic i thought that was fascinating anyhow he's got a doctorate okay it one other crazy.
0: thing with mercury mercury they could really be into cars oh yeah uh transportation i think shaquille o'neal owns like over 30 cars i don't know how common that is for just
1: celebrities in general to right. Right. um yeah. you know but yeah. well i want to throw in we uh drummond again, it's not a big deal now, but when she first came the cooking, she cooks on the ranch in Oklahoma, right? Um, This was very odd, because you know, the idea of ranching, and it it was a big deal when she came onto the scene, because it was folksy and homey, and it wasn't like these high end other chefs were. And so like how to cook for ranchers, Mm
0: -hmm. and really
1: hearty meals and things like that. So I thought, again, it's a very specific very niche expertise that she, kind of a niche, a strong niche she has, put it that way, in the world of cooking shows. But
0: even that idea that she might have seen, like, there is a need for this service. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing anyone else do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, next, let's talk a little bit about the 18th. So those born on the 18th of any month are ruled by Mercury,
1: Saturn. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that says something right off the bat. Saturn, seriousness, structure. Yeah, I find found this kind of funny, is that our famous people, Pope John Paul II, mm-hmm. you know, he made his living off of the word, right? The word of God. Yeah. Jesus, the word. Oh, the Bible, interesting. So speak, right? He made his living off of it. And Steven Spielberg, which he makes his living off of words, plays. Mm-hmm storytelling so again it's a great example of word play is very important and there's a seriousness on the 18th about the application of certain standards um if you don't mind i'll jump into you know i i know someone who's a financial planner uh has so many degrees and certifications she is just all over this topic of financial planning uh, from divorce settlements to, uh, estate things, you know, just every aspect. Um, that's a great example of the 18th, so to speak, uh, sort of lots of certifications, uh, proving herself in many different ways, different facets. Well, I think
0: that goes into the Saturn thing where they are trying to get to the top of whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so obviously you think of, you know, the Pope, Okay, you don't yeah. get much higher than that. <laughs> right. um, and even Steven Spielberg, I mean, even if you're not a fan of his work, if you're if you say something like, name a famous author, mm-hmm. you know, I think a, a lot of people that name would come to mind. Mm-hmm. So even uh-huh. like the idea of the getting degrees, like that Saturn is like always working or climbing to the top.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: I would also be curious if those born on the eighteenth enjoy spending time like with older people or chatting with older people and hearing their stories? Because you have the Mercury piece, which is like the storytelling and the words, but Saturn is
1: that older influence. That's, that's a smart observation. I wanted to add one other one in there, is that those born on the 18th, as children, they might have an early maturity. Now, they may be challenged to operate in the classroom, possibly, but they have an early maturity that can be can be problematic as well yeah you have a child who doesn't relate to their immediate peers as well,
0: or they might not enjoy like working under anyone right with that Saturn. So, like as a child, you know they could have a problem taking instruction from the teacher right. know, or parent. Exactly. but then even as they get older, these could be people that they need to be self-employed because they might find it very uh, burdensome to take instruction from other people
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I have multiple clients who are have wear multiple hats with this energy. They they teach, they coach. Uh, one of them is a designer of plus size clothing, uh, but at the same time, she helps other people get their business organized and up and going. And so, there's a there's a lot of diversity when we talk about any sign that's tied to to Mercury or to Virgo.
0: And we also have to realize that all these people have their own signs as well. Oh, yeah. You know, so yes. they, they could, these could be Aquariuses, they could be Scorpio's, they could be Libra's. And then we're layering this in. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the last one we're going to talk about are those born on the 30th, you are ruled by Mercury and Venus. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So this adds a little bit of a softness compared to that Saturn that we just spoke yeah. about. The Venus is the beauty, mm-hmm. uh, the, I mean, we could throw in money with this as well, but just a little bit of, of a softer tone.
1: It is. Uh, you know ivanka trump you know she made her true business name in the fashion world you know I, it's not now defunct but uh, at the time right that was the big thing to dress you know she had some she had some good looking clothes there's no question about that but again fashion with marketing that versatility uh, mercury rules the marketplace so again uh, it kind of lines up nicely with that one aspect you might not have thought of is like mercury venus is someone who writes someone who writes books that are entertaining but maybe to children in particular venus can represent the young people and you know uh, most of us had to read jungle book as kids probably they don't read it today tom sawyer that mark twain basically is a writer rudyard kipling so we have some very famous writers that fall into this category of entertaining they're not they're not writing about world war II and what happened and that that would be a heavy right yeah. That would be more of a Saturn energy and mercury venus is let me entertain you let me tell you a story about adventures
0: yeah because venus is love i think that they might hold their family or their home in high regard where they have a lot of pride for family mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um i think you mentioned just like the creativity side of uh venus and Mercury together as well, where they might have more of an artistic expression, creativity, or just excel in various artistic endeavors, whether that's music, writing, dance,
1: painting, that they could have a very crafty side to them. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to talk about Warren Buffett. He's the. I. He's. You know. We joke about this. You know this already. But um, I've taken a picture of Uncle Warren. I call him, and he's in a frame, and he's nestled amongst the family pictures. So we always say, "Well, what would Uncle Warren do? You know, what would Uncle Warren say, so to speak?" So it's kind of a. Inside joke at our household you know but mercury is the mundane and you know he's very known for his very practical side he eats at mcdonald's for breakfast he drinks coca-cola's during you know throughout the day Uh, he wears the same pants you know it gets at the regular i don't know what store it is but it's pennies or walmart or someplace that is highly accessible and yet he's one of the richest men Mm -hmm. he is can afford the best So I always think of him. I move him around, by the way. Sometimes I have him sitting next to Tyler. Sometimes I move his picture and he's sitting next to Kate. So that's my little Warren Buffett rub off on everybody in the
0: family. I think we did a feng shui episode about that.
1: Yeah, I think we did as years. I think it's been a while, but yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking of, uh, you know, I, I, I know I have a client who's a very entertaining teacher. Uh, He's teaching currency trading, so it's not like it's a barrel of laughs, but very engaging, you know, just very entertaining. uh, Can hold, you know, can hold the interest. And of course, I have to mention Tyler, my son, uh, you know, very entertaining teacher, but he's teaching the arts. He's teaching music, creativity, encouraging performance, you know, performance of talents, outward, you know, outward expressions of talents um he fits in beautifully with this as well yeah so and you made made the reference earlier to the other client who is very good at you know paperwork and making things look appropriate and she's got a background in beauty as well so it's it's amazing how we can marry and it's you know I'll make it clear people are not locked in we've just given some quick examples of these energies but we want to mean there is a distinction Between those born on the 6th versus the 18th versus the 30th. The 18th definitely is coming across a little more serious, organized thinking about something, whereas we might have a little more joy or fun or uplifting energy possibly coming from those uh, on the 30th. Uh, You know who, the guy that played the Fonz, I can't think of it, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler is a 30th baby. You know, and think how much for those of a certain age, when we remember Happy Days. And, you know, he was always the laugh. He was always the joy in the show. He brought a Mercury Venus into the plot. Mm. Yeah, I think
0: it's, even if, (laughs) I think this is great even too, like if you're in uh, the dating realm right now. You know, and maybe you're looking for someone who is a little bit more established or mature. Maybe you're saying, okay, I'm looking for someone born on the 18th or versus, Mm -hmm. oh, the 30th sounds like a lot of fun. So, Mm -hmm. you know, even just being able to just kind of characterize or get a thumbnail sketch of potential partners or friends, I think it just gives you some more insight into understanding them and maybe what they value or what they excel at
1: hmm mm.
0: right. So that concludes our episode today um, on calendar astrology. Uh, again, we'll be watching the news to see what kind of crazy headlines come out here in the next uh, about 45 days. And uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.